Hi guys, welcome and welcome back to the pod. I've been meaning to watch that. I am your one, I am one of your co-hosts, Monica, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Glenn. Say hi, Glenn. Hi guys, hi everyone. Hi. Guys, today we're gonna talk about the Oscars. We're talking about the winners, the losers, the good moments and the bad moments, mm-hmm. the ones everyone was talking about, the ones nobody decided to mention. Yeah, very interesting. There's a lot of yeah. moments that no one decided to mention. <laughs> you know, there's a lot to discuss. But before we get into the Oscars, we're going to talk about Can't Wait to Watch, which is a segment where we talk about movies and TV shows that we cannot wait to see that are coming out soon. And one thing I cannot wait to watch is literally any of the nominated films, because <laughs> I didn't see a lot of them. I'm not going to lie. Like, Coda, that's on Apple TV. I'm probably not going to watch that. I'm sure it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are a couple other ones that I have yet to see that I do plan on seeing and I did like I did make a plan to like watch as many Oscar nominated films as I could but you know life got in the way and then like ran out of time and then I was kind of like uh nobody really watches the Oscar nominated films you know what I mean like very rarely are films that are nominated by Oscars are movies that people just want to see you know I guess I guess because like Dune everyone's seen Dune you know Mm -hmm. we all love Dune Mm -hmm. and everything and people were like genuinely upset that like No Way Home wasn't nominated, but um, it was nominated for best cheer moment. It just didn't win. Best <sighs> cheer moment feels like imagine getting nominated for that and still not winning. Here's That's the... embarrassing. <laughs> Here's the thing though, like best cheer moment, fan favorite film. These feel like things that are like for other award shows. Like the Oscars are about are about prestige, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Not all of the Marvel movies are like Black Panther. You can't do Black Panther like Black Panther did Black Panther. It, it, it's the only one. It can't be replicated, okay? All you other girls are trying to like take her spot and it can't be done. All right, simple as that. So you like, like the Oscars want so badly for people to watch them and to talk about them and to obsess over them. Mm. But y'all keep nominating movies that I haven't heard, don't really see and don't care to watch. Like I'm sure Belfast is an amazing film. I'm sure it's phenomenal. And I'm sure whatever movie Benedict Cumberbatch was in this year was really great. It was called The Power of the Dog, right? That yeah, movie? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was great. But like, is it something that I want to see when I go to the theaters? No, I want to go see Candyman. Like, I want to go see something interesting. I want to go see something fun, you know? Yeah. The girls are going to have fun. And like, the Oscars are very like, the Oscars want so badly for people to care about like uppity BS and bougie stuff. But like, we're over it. People just kind of over it, you know? Babe, this is the 94th mm-hmm. Oscars. Mm-hmm. And yet, a lot of these movies, like, they are n- not identical, but they're identical to mm-hmm. ones from, like, 40 years ago. Like, you could swap out the titles, and if you didn't know, like, the dates, you'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, this, yeah, I could have seen this being nominated for the the 83rd um, Oscars. Oh, this definitely could have been in the, the 75th Oscars. The movies aren't changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the same directors for the most part are getting nominated. Mm-hmm. Like, I I'm tired. I'm just a little bored. You know, we can spice it up. We can do something different. We can do something new. There are so many movies that come out every single year mm-hmm. that are talked about, that are raved about, that are well loved. Like, The Heart of They Fall was such a good film directed by Regina King. And it was amazing. I understand that Regina King did not pursue the Oscar campaign because her son took his own life and that's very sad and like obviously she needs to take that time to heal and I understand that I understand that completely but there are so many movies that came out this year that are just completely ignored by the Oscars and deserve 
the recognition and they didn't get that recognition they're just kind of like you know they're it's just it's tiring mm-hmm. y'all have the same people voting for the same movies for the same things mm-hmm. every year doing the same stuff and then you wonder why people don't watch it no more and you wonder why your ass don't dance like uh change like please like y'all gotta give us something new it's getting embarrassing at this point like it's very embarrassing but they really they just don't want to give it up they don't want to stop complimenting each other i was going to say mm-hmm. something else but they don't want to stop complimenting all their boys mm-hmm. and giving their awards to the same people again and again yeah so i mean if they're just going to be stuck in the same loop of just doing the same thing over and over again then that's just what it's going to be that's just what it's going to be so i mean i yeah. don't know why you expect anything different again this is the 94th and nothing has changed <sighs> we're going to get to the 100th and we're still going to be the first blah, blah, blah to win this. First blah, blah, blah to win that. And the other thing about like the first blah, blah, blah that is tired is that there are actors and there are directors that could have been taking those awards home and that could have been filling those spots years before. But y'all was so stuck giving awards to all your besties mm-hmm. that you completely ignored them. Mm-hmm. You know, so Glenn, is there any movie <laughs> that's coming out? That you're excited to watch anything um, at all? So it's not a movie, but it is a series. Mm-hmm. Um, also two series, technically. The first one I'm kind of interested in. I'm a little bit nervous, but it's called The Girl from Plainville. It actually mm-hmm. comes out today on Hulu. Okay. Um, and it's it's a true crime case turned into like a mini series. Mm-hmm. Um, I can read this little synopsis. It's about... It's a, the 2014 story of how then a 17-year-old Michelle Carter was convicted of involuntary manslaughter for the suicide of 18-year-old Conrad Voy. Um, it's being turned into a main series. It's starring Ellie Fanning and then mm. Colton Ryan and Chloe mm. Seven and Carla Bono are also in the cast. Um, and it looks interesting. Uh, and like I said, it's just on Hulu, so like I can easily watch it. I want okay. to at least check it out. I like, like, we talked, we had a whole episode about true crime. You know that, like, I enjoy true crime. And, like, uh-huh. if it's done well, might as well. I see it. I think I've, I've, um, I probably, I'm pretty sure I've seen, like, an ad for it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Or I've seen someone talk about it on TikTok, at least. And yeah. it does look interesting. I'm not going to hold you. It does look very interesting. And I think. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. right my alley. I'm pretty sure I remember that case. Like, I don't remember very many details about it, but like, that wasn't too long ago. That was only 2014. Like, I'm pretty sure I remember when like news was breaking about it. Yeah. So. I think yeah. it might as well, especially since it's a mini series, you know, like if I don't like the first like episode of two, then I don't have to like continue, but like, let's see what it's about. Let's give it a chance. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I think one thing I'm excited to watch is Pieces of Her. I don't think it's relative. I think it's relatively new. It just came on Netflix. So I can't wait to watch that. Okay, okay. Um, to be honest, not a lot of new stuff that I'm excited to watch. I think the things I am excited to watch, it's going to take a while for these things to come out. Uh, there are a couple things that I'm not excited to watch that I'll talk about at the end of the podcast. Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> you know, let's, we can, we'll get to that when we get to it. But, um, Let's just get into the Oscars. Wait, so Let's really just, quick, just because wait. we have to bring it up, there's one okay. more series. Okay. Um, Moon Knight starts tomorrow. Well, like tomorrow for us, it, it will voice ah! by the time we hear it. But Moon Knight starts. Oh my god! 
oh, Oscar Isaac, daddy. Here's the thing about Disney. Here's the thing about Disney Plus shows, okay? They're like 40 minutes long when you see it, but it's actually 28 minutes. It is like 10 minutes of like freaking credits. Yeah. Like, I understand you're going to give people their due and people like their da 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 da, whatever. But like, babe, you're going to give me 30 minutes of like beginner filler. And then I'm going to watch like five different videos of people trying to break down little Easter eggs. See, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Five minutes. I I love that. Like when they, oh, when, yeah. uh, when WandaVision came out and they were doing that yeah. with WandaVision, I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And then they actually got like a, like, I didn't pay attention to Falcon the Winter Soldier. But um, when they did I with Loki, I was like, mm. I love every single youtube video i'm watching about loki yeah because they really suck like loki could have just been a movie like yeah. it really just could have been a movie and they just split up into episodes i was like people are dissecting this people are going in i was like i like this culture we could get more of this in fact can this happen and then they had hawkeye i was like okay well well we could try yeah. again we <laughs> can try again <laughs> yeah i didn't watch hawkeye i low-key do want to watch it because Haley seinfeld I didn't, I didn't watch hawkeye either but like my roommate my roommates watched it and they were like you don't have to. Mm. They were like, it's okay. You don't have mm. to. Um, but I give might, me eventually. Young Avengers. <sighs> I mean, it's, me it's right Avengers. there. It's right there. We got it's Huntress. Happening. We have Miss Marvel is coming. We have Wicked and Speed, like one of those kids, because you know she's going to bring her back. You know she's going to bring her back. Um, we got them. We got our mm-hmm. people. They're all right there. They just need to actually do it. Yeah, they just need to. A- Listen, just a little cast. Marvel is a Marvel is a lot of things, but they aren't stupid. Mm-hmm. They got all their pieces lined up. They're like, it's gonna take like a year or two longer, but don't worry, you're gonna see that trailer. You're gonna yeah. see that teaser. Mm-hmm. And one thing also is that uh uh Iron Fist. Oh Iron... that's right, Iron Fist is coming out. Not, not like Iron Super Fist. Su- not Iron Fist. It's um, no, Iron Heart. Um, Iron Heart. Iron yes. Heart. I knew who you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When does that one come out? Because I know it's not like super, super it's soon. It's been announced, like the cast has been announced. Like two young girls have been announced on the cast, but mm-hmm. I don't think they've set a date for it yet. So, you know, they're probably still looking for like executive producers. Okay, that makes sense. Writers, you know. I know they're still trying to iron out what's going on with Black Panther 2. So, you know. They... Babe, the way Wakanda forever. Woo, baby! When that press store comes around. I, I, okay, here's the thing. Mm. I'm not, I don't want to get excited because obviously mm-hmm. some amazing cast members, Um, I mean, obviously Jarek is no longer with us. And what's her name? I can't remember her name, was fighting the COVID restrictions the entire time. And that kind of Letitia. like- Letitia. Letitia, yeah. That kind mm-hmm. of like sours like the, you know, like my view as, like my view as an outsider, as someone like mm-hmm. not in the world, obviously. But at the same time, like, come on. Like, it's Wakanda forever. Like, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, Black Panther was absolutely stellar, absolutely made it. We can do it again. We can mm-hmm. do it again. You have the people. You have the know-how. You know what worked. You know what things didn't work. You guys are much better writers and directors and cinematographers now. Let's just do a little bit better. Let's just do a little bit. That's all I want. All I want is to be able to walk out of that movie theater thinking, oh, that was a great movie. I'm not asking for very much. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna be ready to have whatever. I will receive whatever Ryan Coogler is going to give to me. Mm-hmm. I shall receive whatever Ryan shall give to me. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I just we couldn't pass up on Moon Knight since it's literally right there. 
I cannot wait to see it. I love it so much. I love Ryan. I love, I love my man, Oscar Isaac. The fact that he wore a skirt to the Moon Knight premiere. As he should. Listen, please. Look, let me praise Manfred the bare minimum. Okay, let me praise Manfred the bare minimum. Okay, here's the thing. so beautiful. Was it the bare minimum? Yes. But was it the bare minimum at an event that he didn't have to be doing nothing? He could have shown up, did absolutely nothing. We'll have gotten praise for whatever he did. And he was like, you know what? I'll do slightly more. Mm. And it matched. It all went together. It exactly. Was, like, it was all nice. did you Did you hear about that? But there was a, it was a trend on Twitter uh, a couple of months ago. And they were like, okay, so here, we. I love that we can have men wearing more feminine type clothing. That's great. It's lovely. I love that we live in a society that they can do that. Now let's make sure that it actually matches. Now yeah. that we know that the men can wear skirts, let's make sure they actually go with the outfit. Yeah. Let's make sure it let's, looks good. <laughs> if we're gonna be breaking gender norms, let's do it fashionably. Yeah. Let's do it right. Let's make yeah. it all like flow together. Let's right make sure we're not wearing clashing patterns, mm-hmm. like the basics. Mm-hmm. Very basic stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Send a picture of this to your manager before you walk on the carpet, be like, is this good? Do I need to change? Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about it. Okay. Where do you, where do you want to start? Where okay. do you want to start? Let's just start from the beginning. Okay. All right. So Chris Rock is going, listen, we're talking about the Oscars. We will talk about the movies, the winners, the nominees. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the good moments, the bad moments. First, we're talking about the slap because everyone else is talking about it. We're going to get it out of the way and then we're going to be done with it. We're going to dead the conversation. All right. That's it. All right. So here we go. All right. Chris Rock. Okay. He goes on stage. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. Boop, 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 boop. You know what I mean? As, I was about to say he, as he should, but like as he shouldn't have. He says a joke. He calls Jada Pickett-Smith G.I. Jane because Jada Pickett-Smith was sitting right there at the front row. Jada Pickett-Smith is bald because she is suffering from alopecia, which is an autoimmune disorder. Mm-hmm. And she has talked about at length how very hard, how difficult it has been for her to deal with this. Will Smith was sitting there next to his wife. Did he start chuckling a little? Yes. But his wife looked very uncomfortable. So you know what he did? He got up, went up to Chris, smacked the taste out of his mouth, mm-hmm. sat down. Chris Rock said, oh, Will Smith just smacked me. And Will Smith said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. So. Let's talk about the different angles. <laughs> let's, let, okay, first, first. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about I this. I wasn't watching the ceremony at all. And then suddenly no, no. my phone starts blowing up. Mm-hmm. Ah! I'm going to start reasonable and then I'll start making jokes mm-hmm. and then I'll start cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. Reasonable part first. So first and foremost, I understand why a lot of people are being like, oh, like Will Smith wasn't even like offended. He just like did that because like his wife like got mad or his wife didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. Um, here's the thing. As he's on national television. If you're on national television and usually if someone makes a joke at your expense or like a joke like that, you're supposed to politely laugh. You know, like you're not supposed to like get mad, get angry. That's what you do. You're a celebrity, you're on camera. You're supposed to politely laugh and like, you know, roll it off. Cause like the show has to continue. And so that's what he was doing. And then he noticed that was greatly making her uncomfortable. And he was like, oh, I actually have to do something about this. Oh, this isn't one of those cases where we're just supposed to like, you know, smile and wave to the camera and then continue on. No, this needs to be uh, dealt with. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, go ahead. I have to say, um, Will Smith has spent his entire career being the palatable Black person. Mm -hmm. Like, he, half of the roles he has played 
throughout his long extensive career in Hollywood have been cop roles mm-hmm. all right he literally started on a show where he left the hood to go live in high society with bougie black people and having to you know the show examined the layers of race and classism and you know polite society respectability politics all of that that was all discussed on bel-air we watched fresh with the bel-air we've seen the show multiple times we know what it is mm-hmm. and will smith you know, as unconventional as him and his wife may be in their marriage and how they raise their kids, have always been just like at least as authentic as they can be to the public. Yeah. And Jada choosing to open up about her alopecia was something that she chose to do. And of course, a lot of times when you mm-hmm. open up a celebrity, it can open you up to jokes and people make a comment about you, i.e., the entanglement situation in August Alcina, you know? Mm-hmm. And they know this and they understand this as celebrities. Like even like, I think a couple weeks earlier, Laverne Cox made a joke with Will Smith and Jada because she was interviewing them on a red carpet. And she said, are we going to get into any entanglements tonight? Like it was just a little joke and they laughed it off and it was fine because they didn't, they didn't mind it Mm because they know what it is. Mm -hmm. But if he decides, if Will Smith decided in that moment that he wants to, he wants to do something and he's doing something that may seem out of character for him, he's going to do that because that's his wife you know he knows what she's going through he knows how she feels about her alopecia and how it's hurting her and people on the internet people in general feel like they can just say whatever they want about other people's appearances and there is no repercussions for that like y'all were making jokes about Chadwick Boseman when he was at that basketball game because he was really skinny and y'all making jokes about him using drugs and then find out later that he died from cancer and now y'all looking dumb and then everybody in the internet was like oh Respect people's boundaries. Don't judge people based on their appearance. You know, like da 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 da, all this stuff. And now, people, Tom Segura, out of all people, wants to crap jokes about Jada Pickett Smith being bald. Sir, you really need to sit this one out because you will be roasted to hell if you want to say something about someone's appearance. Mm-hmm. Please, please keep it cute and keep it quiet, okay? And also, Chris Rock has been needed to be snuffed for a while. He made a joke about Pete, Jada Pickett Smith at the Oscars when there was literally only white nominees. He got up on that stage and did the coonery out of the coonery, joking about every Black person who, upset, who was upset about the fact that there were no people of color nominated for the Oscars that year. He got up on that stage and decided to make a fool out of himself. And then Spike Lee got an honorary Oscar that year after years and years of filmmaking for being one of the most influential filmmakers and one of the only people to not get an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You think that you can hide behind the label of being a comedian and be outright disrespectful to people and not be funny at all, all right? Jokes should not be made at the expense of other people. If you can't make a joke without disrespecting somebody, calling someone out by their name, or being just like absolutely rude, transphobic, homophobic, colorist, racist, you're not funny. You're not funny. Sorry. Maybe you need a new job, huh? Ever think of that? I mean, honestly, y'all really like have the gall and the audacity to just... You think you can do whatever you want and there are no consequences. Mm-hmm. And there are absolutely no consequences. And Dave Chappelle should be scared because he's next. <laughs> he's next. All right. Turn. All right. If I see you in midtown, it's on site. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm saying that now, but in real life, I may not do that because, you know, I don't want to get sued and I don't want to go to jail, but also, like, exactly. the energy is still there. Right? Exactly. The energy is still there. And if you said the wrong thing at the wrong moment, the energy might come out. Watch yourself. Listen, watch yourself, okay? 
and people are so tied up in respectability and people making jokes like, oh, they never let black people back at the Oscars again. Da, 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 da. They don't want us there anyway. <laughs> exactly. People would say next year's about to be the whitest Oscars. I was I I saw that tweet and I was like, uh, babe, babe, it would take a lot to make it the whitest Oscar. Do you want to go back? This is the 94th. You know what was yeah. going on 94 years ago? Hmm. Only white people. I want you to show me when the first black person was even allowed to step foot at the Oscars because I guarantee you it wasn't in the first 10. Let me tell you something. If Regina King had withdrawn her Oscars campaign, who would have known if the harder they fall had even gotten any nominations? Because at the start of awards season, they weren't really getting any recognition. No. That movie was stacked. The soundtrack was stacked. And you can't tell me y'all can't give nobody nothing? Idris couldn't get supporting actor? Like, I'm really confused. I'm just, oh, it's so infuriating because y'all act like the Oscars care about Black people at all. Beyonce performed at the Oscars. She was there and she didn't even get her Oscar. Billy and her brother got it. Mm. For what? For what? Listen, I like Billie Eilish and her brother. They seem fine. Like, they make great music, whatever. But that's Beyonce. That is Beyonce. Y'all need to stop letting these legends walk into these halls and then disrespect it by not giving the awards they deserve. Someone tell me why Samuel L. Jackson, who has been in so many films that have grossed over $27 billion with his name on it. He got an honorary Oscar, the first Oscar he's ever gotten in his acting career. And he was presented by Denzel Washington and it didn't even air. Mm-hmm. It didn't air. Is that the same award show that cares about black people? Is that the same one? I don't think the Oscar, you can't, you can't, you can't honestly argue that the Oscars has ever really cared because they don't and they prove it and they show it the Oscars brought in Regina Hall Wanda Sykes y'all just needed those two why was Amy Schumer there who invited her and then she made a joke about Kristen Dunst being a seat filler Kristen Dunst there is still go. acting she's well known the only thing Amy Schumer has been booking besides the Oscars is fucking tampon commercials so why are you here why are you making jokes huh and everybody's no, but- saying this thing was staged Regina Hall, before at the start, was pulling men from the audience and mm-hmm. talking about if she would fuck them or not. Even making jokes like, are you 18? Mm-hmm. That's what the Oscars thinks is funny. The slap, they could not have orchestrated that. They wanted Denz- they wanted Zendaya and Tom to host the Oscars to bring in a younger audience. Ew, That's that would be so embarrassing. Oh, wait, wait a second. We're going to circle back to the slap now, and now I'm going to uh-huh. be funny. I told you <laughs> one of these jokes I heard, and you got mm-hmm. mad. One of the jokes, <laughs> and I want... I want the entire internet to hear it because I know that we have good listeners. They've probably already heard this joke, but you know, as soon as Will sat back down, Jada leaned over and whispered to him, and she said, Tupac would have knocked him out cold. And she was right to say that. You cannot convince that that didn't happen. That was the real reason. That was the real reason that the sound cut out because they could not have us, they could not have us hear that. Also, also, we're skipping over that. We're going to the other one because this one was so true. Mm-hmm. I know this is a very this is a very straight man pride type thing mm-hmm. um, that I don't entirely understand, but I do get the message of it and I do support it. I would I would allow myself like if I was in the situation if I was in Chris Rock's situation I got like slapped by another guy or like boom beat up by another guy sure if it's like national TV blah 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 whatever I'll roll with it I'll laugh it off I'll keep going you know we'll continue the show I won't say anything I won't do anything you know I won't like retaliate hmm. except 
the fact that Zendaya and Zoe Kravitz are in that room, oh no, oh no, I'm jumping that guy. I'm jumping that. I'm not going to let myself get beat up and look like a bitch. Honestly. In front of them, I would be embarrassed. I would be ashamed. To be honest, I would have never opened my mouth to say something that disrespectful. True. For I would the, be the person doing the slapping. To be honest, let's be realistic. They would never let us say we're near the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're the talking, second y'all let me... We're talking a lot of shit for people who can't even get the club. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. The second y'all let me talk to Timothy Chalamet, they're kicking me out. They're like, nah, you're doing too much. And it's like, no, 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 let me ask one question. Like, no, 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 you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Because everyone was like, y'all doing this for Beyonce? Don't act like Solange and not duff Jay-Z in that elevator Bounce. for 10 stories. She kicked him in that face. Beyonce moved her skirt out the way. She's like, here. Sister, get him. Get him. Get him. <laughs> so long as walked out. It was a big dress, too. She had it bunched up. She had to hold it with both hands. She's like, girl, go on. You got it. You got it, girl. You good. You good. Solange was still fighting. The security got her hold her back. was like, okay, you did enough. So I was like, no, I'm not done yet. I'm not nah. done yet. Listen, we all listen to Lemonade. We all know what it is. Mm. All right. Don't hurt yourself, baby. All right. Y'all worried okay. about Beyonce? Beyonce. Also, people are always acting up when Beyonce shows up. You notice that it was at um it was Kanye and Taylor, mm-hmm. Solange. What other fight did Beyonce see? I don't know. But Beyonce um, always sees whenever Beyonce turns up somewhere, something always happens. And she's like, "This is why I don't go nowhere. This is why I don't <laughs> hang out with y'all. Because y'all be doing too much. I just thing, go be at home with my kids." Here's the thing. <laughs> so I don't I don't actually believe this, but I think it'd be mm. so funny. Beyonce is orchestrating it. Beyonce is doing it. She's a Virgo. Mm. She's doing it. She's like. She's playing it. She's like, if I go here, I know this is going to happen. And I don't want to be a part of it, but I want to watch it happen. I want to be in that elevator. I want to be there when security shows up. She's having a fun time. Yeah. She's having a fun time. Like, Like, let her go out and, like, have fun. Like, all she has to do is show up looking literally herself. So, like, stunning. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's it. And she's like, okay, well, I did my thing. She's like, let me go show these bitches why I'm that bitch. Let me go like, show everyone how it's done. Because Again. we didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about that. But we, we need to at least like briefly touch on it. What were these fashion choices? What was this red carpet? This is embarrassing. It was so, it was either boring or ugly or both. Listen, we can do a separate kind of, <laughs> if you want to make a YouTube video talking about the fashion, we can do that. Oh, we don't. We don't need it. I just need to bring I mean, it up because I wasn't listen, going to it. I wasn't going okay. to let that pass. Look, Beyonce's performance though. Black people look so good at neon. Black people look so good at neon. And Blue Ivy, gosh, she is so Blue Ivy. I know Blue Ivy's on the phone with whoever runs the Oscar. She's like, look, my mama decided to not stay home tonight, and y'all got all this shit going on. I don't think so. I don't think the fuck so. Mm-hmm. All right, you ain't seeing us at the Grammys. That's all I'm saying. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Because mm. Blue, how is it that Blue Ivy has an NAACP award and os- has performed at the Oscars, like Grammy nominated, and she's not even like she's not even twelve yet? That's nepotism. That is never, but it's a nepotism I can support. It's the one I can support. Yeah. I can support this type of nepotism. Yeah. Also, the Smith kids, I support them too. I support the, especially because like we've talked about this before. I yeah. unironically would listen, not unironically, like I would completely, totally, hundred percent, honestly. Listen to Willow, even if uh, she had no connection. I feel like I like her music. I like that pop punk kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I do live in a little fancy world on my own in my brain, where I'm best friends with Willow Smith, and no, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
I know for a fact we'll be besties. Me and her. If she listen, I there are so many scenarios in my head. If Jordan had gone through the thing with Tristan and I was her friend, mm-hmm. probably would have cut this duff. All right, I would have cut my asses. <laughs> yeah, girl, you work it out for what? Let's see what the muscles do, babe. Let's see what those muscles do. You want to fight for your man? You better fight for him. All right, please. Who? We don't need to get into that. But yeah, I love that Jaden literally tweeted out, and that's how we do it. And that's how we do it. <laughs> listen. Chris needs to apologize to Jada. I don't care about Will Will apologize to Chris. Chris is apologized to Jada. That's what I want to see. All right. Did you Chris, see? I'm sorry. Clearly, clearly, like the the world is yeah. on our side because I think it was yes. like two hours or three hours after um like the slap happened and everything, Chris had deactivate his Instagram. Because <laughs> we were flooded it. We were flooded it. Oh my god. That was bro. the most that was the most requested DMs he's ever had in his life. Mm-hmm. And it was all about it was all us. Mm-hmm. Look, I love all the jokes people have been making, like where the girl like if you're you're watching the Oscars with your man, oh you look to him, yeah. you're like <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> would you sack somebody for me at the Oscars? I would have been like That's gonna bring in a new age. Yeah. That's gonna bring a new age. <laughs> that's a new dating question. If somebody makes fun of my appearance, are you gonna smack them? You wanna fight them? That you on need national that. TV. Look, <laughs> look, you need to put that in your Tinder bio, okay? Every single, every single. I'm just going to put. So, uh, I'm just looking for my <laughs> Will Smith. The Will to my Jada. The Will to my Jada. Every couple months or so, that one J Cole line of "I need that Will and Jada love." It gets uh, more and more. <laughs> it gets no, a little, I do. No, it's I do. A little more layered. A little more layered, you know. J. Cole is right. a visionary. Like he yeah. predicted the future. He knew what was gonna happen. Look, it's oh my god. It's just like the final thing I wanna say mm-hmm. is that white people really don't have the space to talk about this because they will automatically jump into respectability. You know, I understand that there can be a conversation about toxic masculinity and like how to act in public, but at the end of the day, Chris got his shit rocked right. all right and he deserved it all right i i am as respectable as i could be to the next person okay i was mm-hmm. raised in the church i was raised by immigrant parents mm-hmm. i know what it is i know what the deal is all right i understand all of that there have been many a times where someone has been rude to me and disrespectful to me where i want to call them out by their name and i didn't do it because i would get in trouble mm-hmm. or i would get fired or the person wants to snap back and they will snap back at me and listen, I'm shy. I'm introverted. I can't be, I can't be on that one. I can't mm-hmm. be on that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But there really is something powerful about like standing your ground and letting somebody know that I'm not the one. I'm not Absolutely. the one nor the two. Because for you to be so comfortable to talk about someone else's appearance who has openly discussed how it has been affected by a disorder that she cannot control and something that's going to affect her for the rest of her life. For you to be so comfortable to do that in a room full of people that were not cool with that joke and did not find that funny or very uncomfortable by it it anyways. For you to just sit there and just be okay with getting a check, that's nothing wrong with you. Miserable people like to make other people miserable. For you to make that joke Hmm. about a black woman going bald for something that she cannot control when the people paying you to be there are mm. white men who are bald. Mm. Like it, the joke just doesn't work on so many levels. There is yeah. not a single level on which that joke is at all funny, interesting, or creative. Like what was Will supposed to do? Debate him in a marketplace of ideas? 
No. What was supposed People... to do? Take him to the side, stop the entire Oscars, and have like a 30 minute conversation about why that was an inappropriate joke? Y'all are doing all this hand wringing over Will smacking him in the face. When y'all forget that the Academy Award gave an award to a white supremacist, D.W. Griffith, in 1936, while Hitler was expanding his Nazi regime. Mm-hmm. And when I forget. When no, I mean, we, we didn't even bring up Harvey Weinstein. People are talking about like Will Smith having to give back his um his Oscar, having to like revoke his Oscar. How about you revoke all of Harvey Weinstein's? Right Casey now, Casey Affleck got an Oscar. Why y'all people were talking about the allegations against him? Why y'all? Because we can take back all these Oscars. We can go back through history. We're gonna snatch take back all of them. Snatch them! Snatch them! Listen, there are people in attendance of the Oscars that are still working with Woody Allen and defending him. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett, hello? Mm-hmm. Someone tell me why Roman Polanski literally had to escape the country because he was going to be arrested for pedophilia. And while he was out of the country, he has won 10 Oscars in absentia. Why did he win those in absentia? Because if he was in the country to win them, he would have been arrested for pedophilia. Y'all are upset over a slap when abusers walk through those halls win them stupid golden men those stupid statues and then go home and keep making movies keep making money keep doing the same thing over and over and over again y'all are upset over the wrong things y'all are pressed over the wrong things john apatow has no place to speak all right every single person of color that has been in any of your movies has been in the background okay mm. has been a filler mm-hmm. all right has been a little speck of color and your white movies and your white tv shows what the fuck do you know about anything, sir? Please. The only thing you let us know is that if you caught a duff, you would have been done. All right? Hmm. Please. Play with somebody else. Oh, my gosh. Assault. Say a slap is an assault. Mark Wahlberg blinded a man. Blinded a man. And he's still working. Mm. Hmm. <clears throat> the brought- <laughs> How does I brought up Mark Wahlberg on this podcast? This is the third time. <laughs> Listen, he's not safe. <laughs> I don't like that man. I don't trust him. There are a lot of people that need to be smacked. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people. That and this need to opened get up smacked. the door. This was the. This was the. I don't know. The final. The final straw. The, yeah. This was the final blow. This wall is coming down. The you're about to see a comedian. Has been blown. You're about to see a wave of comedians talking shit mm-hmm. and fucking finding out. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. gonna be walking up on stage now. Yep, yep. Boosie, he got banned from Instagram and Planet Fitness, but whew, let Dwayne Wade fight you. Mm. Let Dwayne Wade see you in the street. And then Gabriel Union's going to beat him to the punch. Mm. Literally. Literally. And you know she will. You know she will. She loves her children. Him, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon's going to catch a couple fades. <laughs> Joss Whedon's going to catch a couple fades. I might be excited yeah. to be like watching the news mm. the next like <laughs> couple of weeks, the next mm. month or so. Listen, y'all really gonna be social distancing for real. Y'all literally <laughs> gonna be like, oh, there's a pandemic going on. I'm staying at home, you know. You know stay at I'll home. stay at home. I'm locking the gate. Yeah, I'm suddenly y'all wanna go into the door. Now that you realize people woke it up, it's been like, oh, yeah, we can fight people now. Y'all really gonna be re- willing to stay home for now, huh? Exactly. Aren't you? Aren't you? Very mm. safe, very secure, very COVID mm. conscious. Mm. We see you. We see you. Oh my gosh. There's nothing more iconic than smacking a man in the face for disrespecting your wife and then winning an Oscar 20 minutes later. Exactly. 20? Now see, here's the thing. Icon shit. That is, I'm not going to sit here and pretend. Like, I saw some people, like, some, it's so annoying, but some of, like, mm-hmm. 
so some of my friends like on snapchat like they were posting on their stories like just being idiots saying like mm-hmm. i don't know like the stereotypical like be respectable like mm-hmm. be, be a man blah, blah, all that sort of stuff and i was like bro i have seen you get into bar fights because somebody bumped you on the shoulder and you didn't win the highest award in acting 20 minutes later yeah. So I don't know what the issue is here. Will right. Smith did your job better than you, cleaner than you, faster than you, sat back down, and won an award 20 minutes later. You're just jealous that your bar fights you've been in have never gotten you any award, have never accomplished anything but get you kicked out. Y'all are just upset because of all the times you wanted to smack somebody, you couldn't because respectability kept you in place and it built in anger, resentment. So now you're mad that a rich man can do that and not face any consequences. And let's, be, no, no, day, no, let's be, let's be 100% honest. They're not mad that a rich man did it. They're mad that a black man did it. They're mad that a black man did it because they still see black men, at, well, just black people in general, mm-hmm. as violent before anything else. Listen, look, it really is so frustrating because I know Will Smith, like, I understand, like, his whole career, he's been the one Black actor next to Idris Elba and Denzel, mm-hmm. you know? And, of course, him being coveted and Jada being coveted, but, like, Bradley Cooper, Tyler Perry, uh, Denzel, you know, like, them sitting there and talking to them and, like, comforting them, all that is great. But Will really took a risk that night to do that. And even though he won that Oscar, he could face repercussions in his own career. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. But the repercussions man... were worth it. It was, yeah. it was, it wasn't, it was less about actually like attacking someone who assaulted your wife. Uh, no, attacked someone who like insulted your wife. And it's more about making the statement that that isn't going to fly anymore. Yeah. It's make, he's like, I'm done this with is the, the jokes. end of an era. We're done with the jokes. Nobody's joking about my wife. No, we're done with the jokes. All right. They take them shit, we're over. Yeah, we're not done. just about the wife either. This is just like the end. Like yeah. this is like comedians, people like this just in general, you can't do the same one. We're done. Hmm. This is yeah, over. Yeah. You had your you had your entire history. Literally, like since the dawn of human civilization, you've been fine to make your jokes about whoever you want it. No longer. What can you get short? Mm-mm. I mean, like there was one lady on TikTok comparing Will Smith to Vladimir Putin, and that's not a good conclusion to draw because Will Smith is an actor who's defending his wife, and Vladimir Putin is committing war crimes. Mm-hmm. So, learn your place. Also, so people compare Will Smith to Kanye, y'all really do not understand. Like, y'all must see Black people as a monolith. We all must be the same to you because Kanye does not compare to Will Smith in any kind of way. Yeah, okay, here's the thing because I know obviously we know exactly what they're talking about. There's a difference between standing up and protecting your wife when she was insulted by a man on stage who was literally making a joke for no reason, out of pocket, mm-hmm. no, no connection to her whatsoever. And then Kanye going up and basically pushing a young white woman off the stage for a war that she didn't like orchestrate. Like I'm guessing they talk about Taylor Swift in this case. Taylor didn't pull the strings to win herself that award. Taylor mm-hmm. didn't make sure that she won over Beyonce. Taylor had absolutely no control. Like, it's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. In one of these cases, the person on stage was directly trying to attack people. In other of these cases, she was just accepting the award. You can blame the Academy. You can say that Beyonce should have won over her. You can say whatever you want. But of all the people's fault that you could say it was, it was not Taylor's. And also, like, Kanye's whole... Everything going on with Kanye? Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe Kanye isn't, like, the, the... the person you should be bringing up right now, because he's been yeah. he's been wilding a little bit. He's a little bit off the deep end right now. Look, a black celebrity does something 
that you don't find tasteful automatically drawing that conclusion to Kanye tells me everything you think about black people that mm-hmm. were two sides of a coin that we can't be complex human beings all right maybe you need to pipe down and listen for a second all right just do that do that for me please and also want to bring up because I'm not trying to bring anything Kid Cudi literally has a song called Solo Dolo and there's a line that says you pussy motherfuckers get that Will Smith smack I'm not a fronter better look up the facts Okay, and why are you able <laughs> to bring wanna... up your crush for the okay, first podcast? Just gotta, <laughs> okay, just had to bring that up just for the one time, just for the one time. But yeah, I feel like, I don't think there's anything else I want to say in regards to the slap other than no. like... But do you, there, can... is, there is more that I want to say bef- about things that went on at the Oscars that yeah. are getting passed over mm-hmm. because of the slap. So one, yes. you already briefly brought it up, um, mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst getting roast that's not even your right roast but like basically just like getting insulted at the yeah. oscars being called a seat filler one mm-hmm. as you already brought up what kirsten Dunst has done in her career in comparison to hmm let's bring up someone random amy adams for example floored crushed one of mm. those two people you could call a seat filler one of those two people hasn't really brought oscar level performances throughout their career and that person is not Kirsten Dunst, for anyone confused. Mm. Also, the fact that, like, like I understand, I'm not even sure if I want to be respectable there, but, like, I, at least I understand how a joke like that could have been funny if they were making the joke maybe at, like, Meryl Street. You know, if they're making it someone who has clocked award after award after award. This is Kirsten Dunst's first nomination. You, no, 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 you don't get to make those jokes about someone at their first time. Because it's, like, mm. funny, kind of sarcastic, like I said, if it was, like, Meryl Streep. Like, oh, Meryl Streep is just here as a seat filler. Because she's like, always she gotten because she's always gotten everywhere. That's kind of yeah. Funny. She been, there. She a, been there. This is like it's it's a little bit something. It's not great, mm-hmm. but it's better than the joke that was made. But to attack someone who has come out in recent years, I think it was in like 2019, when she came out about how she feels ignored by Hollywood and how everyone mm-hmm. only sees her as the girl from Bring It On, mm-hmm. um, even though she's done absolutely amazing in comedy, in horror, in thriller, in action, in drama, it, everything, every genre, clock. Kirsten Dunst does it. And she's amazing in all of them. How, and this is her first Oscar nomination. And you want to call her a seat filler? And like, here's the thing. We, like, n- no one expected her to win. Like, there was no buzz about her winning. So like, you're really just punching down at this point. Yeah. Also, I think that a lot of people believe that like, um, the Chris Rock and Will Smith thing was planned. That wasn't planned. No. But I think that the Kirsten Dunst and Amy Schumer thing was. I do see that being a little bit more planned. Yeah. And um, even if it was planned, even if it was, I'm still going to roast Amy Schumer because... Yeah, because it's Amy Schumer. It's like... Sorry, this is the same woman that, what, two weeks ago was saying how they should have, um, I I don't know his name, but the the president, President the leader... Yeah. Yeah. um, On, because it would bring support and, like, attention to Ukraine. Shut your whole mouth up right now. And then Sean Penn wants to chime in and say something, sir, we're not talking to you. We do not Nobody like was. You. We don't Nobody like even you. Brought you. No one even knew you were here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It'd be the most irrelevant men. Just want to say something. Just want to pipe up and make themselves known. Shut up. God. Do something interesting. Jesus. Go home. Like, oh, no one's talking to you, bro. But like Amy Schumer has been known to steal jokes has gotten upset for people for calling her like 
plus size, but she's like, I'm not even that fat, even though Mickey jokes about herself being fat, which is like fat phobia, all that other BS, whatever. Like Amy Schumer is so unfunny, not that unta- not that talented, and not even like <clears throat> that well liked in the industry at all. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of like, I'm gonna show my ass right now, and I do not care. I read blind items, okay? Like yeah. a little something You've I like to this do. Before. Yeah, and like blind items about Amy Schumer are all terrible. Because she is rude to people. She's mean to people. She was rude to this one man. She didn't know he was a producer. And she cussed him out. And she yelled at him. And then he went and she found out he was a producer. And then she tried to beg for forgiveness. He was like, nah, I'm telling nobody to work with you. Ever. Because you're terrible. You're a horrible person. And that's why she stopped doing all these stupid commercials. Like all these like like tampon commercials. And when he comes to doing birth control commercials, which I think is because like people actually don't like her personality, which I can understand because Wendy Cummings isn't that funny. And I feel like she was trying to ride that like female comedian wave. I'm not really a fan of Wendy Cummings. I'm not going to lie. She's not, she's not my favorite person, but like, I don't have a reason to not like her. I just don't like her. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those things where it's like, so fast your personality and your aura. Also, she had um, Amanda Knox on her podcast. Mm Mm-hmm which is weird because Amanda Knox, I think she did it. Like if you really look into the case, I think Amanda did it. Why was she on your podcast? Why would you want to talk to her out of all people? Like I'm sure you have much more interesting friends to talk to than her. Like, I don't know. But Amy Schumer really has no space to speak about Kirsten Dunst and whether or not she should be here. Kirsten Dunst is a recognizable name. She's a household name. Even if people only know her for Spider-Man, other people know her and like her. People know Amy Schumer and don't like her. There are people who don't like Amy Schumer because they don't like her. There are people who don't like her because she made that awful formation parody. She is also like stolen jokes, has been known to steal jokes. In fact, if you look up her name, that's what pops up first. Let's just get that very clear. For her to be on stage is a Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall, please. Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall could have taken that award ceremony and done it by themselves. In fact, they, they should have. They, they should have. Why was she there? Why do y'all keep hiring these people? Which, oh my gosh. Know, I want to know which strings did she have to pull? Which connections does she have in Hollywood to get herself on stage with Wanda Sykes and Regina? Really though? Because nobody asked for this. We didn't even like you. Like really? Oh, girl. And then to make it even worse, I, I will fight them. I will fight them. I will... I might just fight all of Hollywood at this point. It might come down to that. Saying that animation is for kids to enjoy and Mm-mm. adults to endure. Mm-mm. Strangle. Mm-mm. Oh my. Like, I know that's not right for me to be so angry about such a stupid comment, but at the same time. It's so here's the thing. Comment. One, we're just going to ignore the thousands of thousands of adults that work their ass off for mm-hmm. all just animation movies, not just the ones like nominated, not mm-hmm. just the ones that won, but just like constantly for all these animated movies. Okay. And let's not forget that like some of your like people in general, your favorite movies of all time are the animated ones that you watched as a kid. Let's not pretend that those didn't have a defining impact on your, like if we think to like when we were kids, stuff like Finding Nemo, Toy Story, Incredibles, naming some like really big like Pixar ones. There's obviously like a lot more like smaller niche ones, but those are just ones like people will like remember right off the top of their head. We can't pretend that animation movies like that didn't change how we thought as kids. What are our favorite movies as kids? Just because you grew up doesn't mean that you can start making fun of animation. Doesn't mean that you think that animation is dumb. Because I guarantee you that some of your favorite movies from your childhood are still animated movies. Animation is so important and it's so disrespectful to say that 
in the same year that a documentary called Flee was mm-hmm. nominated, it is a documentary about a queer Muslim man who has to escape you know, his war toward country and find freedom and find love. Mm-hmm. That film is so beautiful. And like, shout out to Riz Ahmed for winning an Oscar because he deserves, I love Riz Ahmed so much. That is my man, right? Like him, oh, Riz Ahmed is so, he is so amazing. He is so amazing. I love that he won that Oscar. He deserves, he deserves because he's one of the first, I think he's the first Muslim to win an Oscar. I think possibly I may be wrong, but he he definitely is one of the first. Okay, mm-hmm. in that, and I'm so proud of him. But animation is such a beautiful medium to tell stories through, and I hate that a lot of adult animation is told by like really terrible drawing, like horrible, like um, you know, follow through. But a lot of animation is so essential, and movies like. There are things like, 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 frick. I was just thinking about it and I forgot about it. Um, Arcane on Netflix. Oh, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. We're not going to act like that's one, one of the best movies ever. Absolutely. Like, even like movies that were like, even nominated like Encanto, Luca, mm-hmm. uh, The Mitchell versus the Machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck Ray and the Last Dragon. We don't talk about her. No, we don't need but those movies have such profound and amazing messages within them that affect so many people and they don't deserve that disrespect you know because that's just what it was like for you and also I remember I saw this tweet by someone who works in animation and they met somebody and they told them like oh yeah I work in animation I do this and the person was surprised because they assumed that kids worked in animation why would children be employed by Disney to make are y'all dumb y'all must be dumb y'all must be dumb it's for kids and by kids too? <laughs> huh? Are there not child labor laws? Wow. <laughs> no, because the way that like people are the that stupid. Sense. People are that stupid. I'm it's a- embarrassing. It's embarrassing. No, but you hear someone actually say that. Like you can tell that just means that people have really <sighs> never thought outside like their own little bubble. Their own little yeah. bubble. But shout out to Encanto for winning Best Animated Feature Film. I do think that... Um, did Flea win anything? No. Oh my gosh. Y'all really gonna do them like that? Y'all really gonna do them like that? Wow. That's not fair. Oh my God. Well, but, um, but yeah, so saying that about any year, any year is just shows that you're, you, you're dumb. I'm just gonna say it. it just shows that you're yeah. dumb if you say that about animation in year. But to say that in a year where like a movie like Flea is nominated, how... So, like, for the record, Shumi, uh, Shuma did say that she didn't watch any of them except for Encanto because of her kid. Ugh. And it shows. Because if you had watched all of them, if you had taken the, the four hours out of your last year mm. of not working um, mm. to, <laughs> to watch mm. the other four movies, you would not be up there on that stage. You would not have said that. So stupid. You would not have said that. Huh. And the fact that you watch Encanto... Encanto Enough is a movie that is so beautiful, so well done, so masterfully like pieced together, where you should put some respect on animation's name. For adults you to endure? I mean? so endure? People were, sing- people were singing that entire soundtrack. People were crying. People were dancing. All right. Sorry. You were talking about Bruno. Did right. you just see we don't talk about Bruno the performance? Can you tell me that your butt wasn't jiggling in that seat? Because they were off. And then when Megan, Megan the Stallion came in. what she needed to do, all right? When she Megan came, in, came. Mm. Floored. Floored. Mm. Mm. All right. It is funny that, like, 
We don't talk about Bruno was performed, even though it didn't get nominated. But you know, we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about that. It's we don't okay. talk about that. <laughs> um, shout out to Ariana DeBose mm-hmm. for being the first openly queer woman to win an Oscar. Oh, also speaking of first, you were right. Riz Ahmed is the first Muslim to win an Oscar. That's my man right there. Yes, I love you, King. I love you. Shout out to Koda for winning um Best Picture. Mm-hmm. I'm, glad, to, I'm glad. I'm glad that Oh, we, I would also like to give another shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Licorice Pizza for winning nothing. Yes. Yes. Ah! Empty. As he should. Empty, bitch. Empty. Just like them words. Empty. Huh? Oh, it was just for the time. Well, guess what? It's not time for you to win an Oscar, babe. <clears throat> Go home. Go home, babe. Bye. All right. We all know that French Dispatch should have been nominated instead of Licorice Pizza. All right. The other Anderson brother did it better. The other Anderson brother did it mm. better. He did it better. All right. Let's not lie. Y'all had Timothy Chalamet there for what? He showed up with no shirt on too. <laughs> he was no, no he was giving what he was supposed to. He was giving exactly what he was supposed to. He's like, I don't care if I don't win an Oscar. I'm here to party. I'm here to I'm here to show up. He's like, I'm here hanging out with my friends. He's like, I'm here to have fun. I'm hanging out with my besties. Yeah. <laughs> really was there with his besties, just having a good time. For the yes. record, Andrew Garfield was there for the same reason. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And you know what? Shout out to Will Smith for winning. But you know, Andrew Garfield, your time is coming, King. Your time is coming, King. It's coming. I it's just, it. it's Hollywood. It's he's a little coming. bit too young. It's, he's a little bit too young to be winning. He's gonna get it, though. He's gonna get it, though. I, we, we, we are manifesting. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Garfield being in two Oscar-nominated films and not winning, man. We still love you, King. We still love you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I do have to say, Tragedy of Macbeth deserved a lot more nominations during award season in general. Mm-hmm. Just in general. Y'all had Denzel Washington and Frederick McDormand in a movie. That was a Shakespeare movie. Wow. Then you kind of should have eaten that up. Eaten that up with no crumbs. None. But you know what? I'm not mad. I'm also not mad at Jessica Chastain for winning her first Oscar. I do think she should have gotten it earlier. But you know what? She got it. I do have to say, it was funny. It was so funny when Kristen Stewart was sitting there. She was shaking her head. But Jessica Chastain got hers. She was visibly upset. She was visibly pissed. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Okay, but see, here's the thing, though. So did Kristen Stewart win? No. No. But now we can stop the talk. Because now, if someone brings up the fact that Kristen Stewart is a bad actress, we can point directly to the Oscar nomination. Mm. Directly to the Oscar nomination. Yeah, yeah. Don't play with my girl. Yeah. All right. Her time is coming. Also, you can you can say that you've never watched any movie of hers outside of Twilight. Like it's okay. Like you can it's fine. You just we not can wrong. also <laughs> we can also say that Twilight is good. We can also argue that Twilight is good now. We could we can argue that. Yeah, it has a an Oscar nominated actress in it. Twilight is yeah. good now. We can argue that. Like maybe 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 Kristen was really emulating Bella. Mm-hmm. Emulate what it was to be an awkward teen. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you guys didn't like her performance because you don't like women. Hmm. Hmm? In this essay, I will. Right. <laughs> Please. Yes. All right. Better look out. Better watch out for that. Um, shout out to Troy for winning uh, Best Supporting Actor, the first mm-hmm. deaf actor to win Best Supporting Actor. We'd mm-hmm. love to see it. Yes. Shout out to Jane Campion being the second woman to win Best Director after uh, Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Steven Spielberg did not go home with that Oscar. 
Yep, he already got enough. He's good. Shout out to He's Dune good. for winning so many Oscars. Did they win? Did they win three or four? They I won think they won four. They won a they couple. Won, they really sweeped in the technical kind of mm-hmm. Yeah, nominated for six, and they went home with ten. Wait, not nominated. Oh, they had ten nominations, got six of them. Okay. Okay, so I got yeah. mixed up. My bad. So did it, to, they kind of swept it. Shout out to Quest Love for winning an Oscar as well. You know, I know it was overshadowed by the smack, but you know what? We love you, King. Sorry, the Oscar is still you. real. It's still sitting on the shelf. Uh-huh. I mean, listen, that's his. Mm. He got that Oscar. We know it. Uh, Corella got best costume design, as it should. Uh. As it should. I really do wish Beyonce went home with best original song. I do, too. Because, like, No Time to Die, it's a good song. But is it Oscar worthy? No. Like... Billie Eilish makes good music. I'm going to say that right now. But, like, the amount of times she's won awards over other artists that have, like, surpassed her in terms of tenure and talent and drive, she's a bit too new. This might be a bit problematic. She's a bit too new to be winning all these things. I'm just going to say that right now. Just a bit too new, you know? You know what I mean? It's... She is super young, and she has won a ton. I am... Outside of, like, the celebrity, Mm -hmm. Hollywood, all that realm mm-hmm. of it i'm also obviously just worried to see like what might happen to her because of this like like she's she's even made songs about this already like the fact that she has accomplished everything that a musician a songwriter can accomplish mm-hmm. and she's not even 20 yet is she mm-hmm. i don't think she's even 20 yet like like i just don't want anything bad to happen to her i don't want her to have a downward spiral that we often see with like um celebrities or songwriters musicians who get super famous rather young she is 20. yeah because, okay so she's 20 because she's mm-hmm. she seems to be a nice person she's nice in interviews there's no controversy she's doing her thing she's making good music please don't let anything happen to her please don't let hollywood try to destroy her i just want to say no i don't want to say that i don't want to say that um <laughs> I'm, scared. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna text it to you later okay <laughs> Cut this part out. Cut this part out. It's really <laughs> cut this part out. It's so awkward. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. let's see. Uh, what else is there to say? Mm. Uh, Drive My Car won Best International Feature Film, which you know, of course, they were just like. I mean, it deserves an Oscar for Best International. I guess. I guess. You I'm know? really honest. I haven't watched Drive My Car. I need to. It's been it's on my really list. Good. I just haven't watched it. It's really good. I'm going to say the worst person in the world, in my eyes, is one of the best uh, Oscar nominees. Also one of the best nominee Oscar nominees is, what was the movie, Penelope? Parallel Mothers. Parallel Mothers and the worst person in the world are two of the best movies nominated for an Oscar. Also Flea. Like those three mm-hmm. movies really were so good. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they went home with no awards really does suck because they deserve something. Y'all should let them go home with something. Dune went home with every technical category. Honestly, if y'all gave Best Adapted Screenplay to Dune, I would have been okay with that. And 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 Coda going home. Like, Best Adapted Screenplay from Dune, Dune really did deserve Best Adapted Screenplay. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. You see that book? It was thick. It, it was it bigger was than the Bible. Thick. It was bigger than the Bible. Thick, babes. All right? It's giving Harry Potter all seven books. All seven. All seven. <laughs> And y'all thought it's a nice tight movie and it was good? 
Mm-hmm. And I was entertained. Like, I was watching it. And like, the part two is coming out and we're excited for it. Yeah. And we're like, ready for it. People were actually reading the book to watch the movie. Like, exactly. People finished the movie power. and then immediately picked up the book. They were like, I gotta know what happens right fucking now. The power that you have to do that. The po- oh my gosh. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Hmm. And see... I'm glad. So it didn't need to absolutely sweep everything. No, like all the technical categories. No, it didn't need to do that. Mm. But the fact that it did, that's probably a point to other directors. That's probably a point to other people. It's like, oh, so this is how we're supposed to adapt a book. Mm-hmm. This is how we're supposed to do it. Exactly. That is actually how you're supposed to do it. Because people also- really like trying to adapt books and try like, they do it like half-assed. We, we all know mm-hmm. the YA fiction books that got adapted. Mm-hmm. Maze Runner, Dune, uh, not Dune, not um, Divergent. Mm-hmm. Hunger Games is a little bit different because those were like actually pretty decently done. But like just like in general, the YA to like shitty movie series happened a lot. This is how we're supposed to be doing it. And I better see more like this in the future. I do have to say, I'm very glad the House of Gucci did not get a nominee for anything. I was not. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love Lady Gaga and I love Adam Driver, but y'all have been here before. See, here's the thing. I can love them and still objectively say like, no. Like, yeah. you get, there was no reason for you to be here, it and I'm very glad that you weren't. For you to get nominated was would simply be by the names. It wouldn't be off talent. because It wouldn't be off the movie, that's for sure. Mm-mm. 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 No. Also, Jared Little does not need to be invited to anything else. He can stay home. He can stay home. Yeah, okay, Jared we... Little needs to bunk himself up into a cave when Morbius comes out, and we got, we got work to do. <laughs> Jared Little needs to find a new agent. Because I, well, after Morbius comes out and that bombs, and, and we crashed that Apple TV series that he's a part of with Annie Hathaway, mm-hmm. after that bombs, they both need new agents. They both need new assistants, new managers, new team, new everything. Jerry literally's a fight somebody who's going to put it where he belongs. If you want. And Anne um, Hathaway needs a new team. And, and I need to be on that team. I need to be on team. it. You need to be on it. And for Jared Leto, um, I hear if you're looking for like a new agent, um, Amy Schumer's agent is available and seems to be able to get her a lot of work where she belongs. So hit her up, figure out what the deal is. I'm Mm -hmm. sure they could come up with some great work for you. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I'm still pressed that um, The Green Knight wasn't nominated for anything. Mm -hmm. And also Passing. Passing really was an amazing movie. Passing was there's that's here's the thing. Here's what I love the most about passing. Okay. Passing brings up the fact that black people see black people a different way than white people see black people. Because we can very clearly look at Tessa Thompson and Ruth, not Ruth Nega. Oh, I forgot her name. Oh, 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 oh. But like, okay, let me look it up real quick. We can very clearly look at um Tessa Thompson. And Ruth Nega, okay, that is her name. Okay. And mm-hmm. tell that they are black, that they are black women. Yeah. We know this, you Duh. know. But maybe if you were to look at someone like, say, ooh, what's that girl's name? Now I gotta look up her name. Perks and Rep. Oh. What's the actress of Fox? Yeah. Rashida Jones. Like mm. Rashida Jones, like it takes a little bit more to look at someone like Rashida Jones to tell if whether or not she's black or not. But the movie does this amazing thing with like the technical aspects showing the different colors and like the different shadows and like how you act and how you talk to different people who are white and like in different circumstances and how you like deal with these situations and like meeting new people and the balance in it and how dangerous it was for 
um, Tessa Thompson's character to be living this life as Irene. Mm-hmm. And it really was such an amazing movie. And I also have read the book based off of the movie. And I love the book. Like, I think the book is really great. And I do wish that, like, this movie did get more buzz, more recognition, that people talked about it more, that we were just, like, it was in more conversation. Like, it was, like, brought up more in the zeitgeist because something about this movie just, it seems like there are so many films that come out every single year and you can't watch all of them. Mm-hmm. But Passing needs to be on everybody's list for to watched and have watched and will watch again. And, and will recommend to others. Yes. Yes. Because I feel like this movie is really essential to bring up and talking about like colorism and how we see colorism, especially within the, of the film industry and just in our daily lives and how it is rooted in white supremacy and slavery, but how it really does like affect so many little things that people really don't know, like people really don't see. And it's just an amazing film. And Rebecca Hall, she deserved, like, y'all should know her name, mm-hmm. Rebecca Hall. Y'all should know her. But yeah, I mean, there are a couple of movies I think that shouldn't have been passed on from the Oscars. Also, Come On, Come On, a movie starring Joaquin Phoenix. I love Joaquin Phoenix. Everything he's in is good. Everything he's in is good. It's just mm, the taste. The taste this man has. Come on, come on was a really good movie too. Like it was really sweet and like kind of childish and fun and like really like it. It kind of is a little bit like Belfast, where it's all shot in black and white and it focuses on like young kids and growing up. It's like coming of. It's like a kind of coming age film, but not really. But you know, two black and white movies may have been too much for the Oscars. I don't know. Yeah. They watch one of them. It's like, oh, it's like my childhood, and then the second one's like, oh, it's like my childhood. Mm-hmm. But which one is which? I don't know. But yeah, come on, come on, was really good though. Joaquin Phoenix, man, I, mm, I don't think that he deserved a what is it, a Golden Globe? Did he get a Golden Globe for Joker? I, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I don't think he deserved one for Joker. I don't think he deserved one for Joker. There was another movie he was in, Joaquin Phoenix, that a lot of I don't think enough people talked about. I really, really liked. And I really wish people saw it. You Were Never Really Here. That movie was so good. Ooh, that movie was so good. Also had a female director. It was really good. He should have got nominated for that movie. Uh, Excuse me. It's kind of an action film, but he got the Kanza Award for Best Actor. So <clears throat> obviously it was like, um, what else did he get? Uh, okay, well, nothing else. Okay. It got best screenplay at Cannes Film Festival too. I feel like you were never really here. It's more of an action movie than anything, but it was still pretty good. Oh, it was so mad good. I just, I'm just gonna say, I love Joaquin Phoenix. I love him so much. Oof, yes, Daddy. Anyways, um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What else is there to talk about? Uh, I'm gonna look through this. Uh, what did you think? Uh, let's see. We talked about Beyonce already. Why did they move the technical awards to pre-ceremony? What? Sorry, what? They moved the technical awards to pre-ceremony. Like literally they gave, um, oh, yeah. They moved, mm-hmm. yeah, they moved eight of their technical awards to pre-ceremony where like literally this, the, like that's another thing, right? If you look at the Oscars telecast, you can tell when certain moments were recorded before the live performance. That was kind of embarrassing. In. I was like, we all know that they're not happening. We all know that they were pre-recorded. Stop. They really just... 
They don't know what they're doing. You think we don't be on that? You they think don't we don't know what they're doing. We? They don't know what they're doing. Like, it's kind of embarrassing at this point. Like, y'all need to stop letting, listen, let's fire the old people. Let's fire <sighs> the old people. Let's bring in some new people in here. Honestly. We got some better ideas. Like, there are plenty of people off of Twitter you can hire that can make this award show so many be- so much better. So no, much better. Have you heard of Upwork? Have you heard mm-hmm. of Fiverr? Mm-hmm. Mm. get that done Babe, they'll do it better listen. cheaper better faster all right you go through any buzzfeed article you find the same 10 people they search their profiles you know there are those people on twitter and their tweets keep getting stolen by buzzfeed for those articles mm-hmm. hire those same 10 people you know their emails in their bio and like let them take control let them take control they'll they'll bring in the ratings because that will, the ratings you will be floored by the results mm. Mm. these people are currently doing it for i mean sometimes usually for free not for you you will be paying them but they're doing that type of quality work for free Mm. they have the skills they have the resume they have the portfolio Mm. i mean really baby we gotta do something different we gotta do something new we gotta change it up like it needs i can't do this anymore you know what i'm saying gotta give us something else um is there anything else you want to talk about Da, 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 regards to the Oscars? I don't think so, no. I think I ranted about everything we needed to. Um, gosh, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to, mm, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to look through these nominees to see if I want to say something else. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else I want to say, really. I do wish that Penelope Cruz did get the Oscar for Best Actress in Parallel Mothers because she really was ignored throughout all award season and she was giving it her all. She really gave it her all in that movie. That movie is so good. And Jessica Chastain should have been nominated. Jessica Chastain should have gotten an Oscar much sooner. Like, True. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. much sooner. You know, we're like, y'all, we're not finna play around with her. She truly is. I do love Jessica Chastain. I think she's really great. She's a great actress. She's a wonderful person. You know, people love her. She's well-liked. She's a Hollywood it girl right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, hmm. I did like Molly's Game. You remember that movie, Molly's Game? It was Aaron Shortcut's movie? Yeah. Yeah. She should have, maybe she should have nominated for that. I do think that the Oscars, in all sincerity, like in all sincerity, the Oscars need to stop watching the same kind of movies every year, the voters, and they need to switch it up. They need to watch something different. They need to watch something new. They need to watch something more interesting because the girls are really giving it this year in terms of films. And I do want to say this in terms of like awards and award seasons. We talk about award shows for fun, but I do not hold that much weight behind the Oscars or any of these awards, if I'm being completely honest. Like SAG Awards, Golden Globes, BAFTAs, Oscars, Independent Spirit Awards, any of these award shows, they're all run by the same people, done by the same corporations with the same voters. And they all have the same people in mind of who are gonna win. And many of the people who win these awards buy them. And many of these people go through year-long campaigns to be able to get an award they may never win. And they kiss the asses they will never see again. And people that don't really care about them. And the film industry in of itself is corrupt and gross mm-hmm. and disgusting. And we all know this. We and what I like to see people that I admire and cherish and look up to be recognized for their talents. Yes, I would. But at the same time, the people that are voting for these people are not their peers. They're not people that are rooting for them. They've not been there by day one. I have loved Samuel Jackson for years, mm. my whole life. He doesn't need an Oscar for my respect. He's got it. 
All right, there are plenty, plenty of actors that have not gotten a single Oscar. Amy Adams comes to mind, and she's still that bitch. All right, you can't change my mind, okay? Anjadu Ellis have been following her career for years. She deserved the Oscar nomination, and even if she didn't get it, that doesn't mean that she's any less of an amazing actress, okay? So I might get tight, and I might be pressed that some of the people that I love and admire don't get nominated for these awards, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't take away from their talent, their drive, it doesn't take away from the impact they have on the people that watch them and the people that love them. It doesn't take, from, take away from the fact that they are iconic, all right? No matter what them rich white people want to say, okay? And if y'all want to take Will Smith's Oscar, Roman Polanski better be getting his taken as well, all right? And Harvey Weinstein's too. Y'all mm-hmm. don't want to throw him in jail, but you have to take his little trophies, all right? And don't uh, worry, we will actually, because we know that you guys don't actually do any work, We'll actually make the full list of all the yeah. people who need to have their Oscars uh-huh. taken away. Uh-huh. And we'll, we'll, uh-huh. we'll send you a PDF. Uh-huh. We'll also send you a list of people you don't need to be inviting back to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. All right? Or to the Oscars just in general. To in, general. in general. In general. And we'll also be you know, sending you on the same list. We're going to be sending you a, uh, the list of people that you should invite to the Oscars to perform. Mm-hmm. People that mm-hmm. we really need to see up there. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're giving it. So. Why did Ariana Grande get nominated for her song? Just look up. No. Why? Why? Because that song is amazing. Because that song is listening to that song. Ariana really like she really is that girl. You know, what she's I mean? doing. You recommended it because I hadn't listened to it. I listened yeah. to it. I was like, yeah. No, that she was right. A, that no, would have been a cute little number. That would have been a cute little number. All right, I would have liked to have seen it. You know what I mean? But hey, you know what? Hey, <sighs> what can you expect? <laughs> I mean, they they do the same shit, same shit every year, same same thing every year. Nothing new. Nothing new. All right. Um, damn, anything else? I'm trying to look through these articles that I saved. And I don't know if there's anything else I want to talk about. Um, I do want to say I did find it a little bit um, annoying that when they were talking about CODA, they would sign, they would use sign language. But when they talk about anything else, they didn't use sign language. Like the Oscars really needs to do better in terms of accessibility. Exactly. Like closed captioning. At least if y'all put closed captioning, some people would tune in. Look, some people would tune in. Like do something. Everyone has closed captioning. Everyone has closed captioning. You guys don't change anything. You don't do nothing new. You don't nominate new awards. You don't look for new people to uplift and like, you know, get the spotlight to. And then you wonder why people don't want to watch your award show anymore. We're bored. We're bored. Give us something. Give us anything. If you nominated the Green Knight, at least Duff Patel would have been there. And then I maybe, maybe would have watched it. Maybe to see him. Maybe, maybe Duff Patel hit my line. <laughs> He's not in a relationship, right? He's not dating anybody, right? No, no, right now I don't think so. He did something really funny. He was nominated for an Oscar for Lion. And then the next day, he's out of public with his white girlfriend. Sir, how dare you? How dare you? But anyways, um... <clears throat> I think we're going to talk about the Oscars, to be honest, because, like, this is, missing, this is not much else I want to say, and I am going to be watching the Oscar uh, movies now that the Oscars are over. Mm. I don't know why I do this, but, you know, I'm, sh- like, uh, you know, Ugh. at least, none of the, <laughs> listen, none of the movies actually looked bad this year. No. There are some years where there are movies nominated, that I'm like, why was this nominated? This is trash. Like, there's one year where Mank was nominated. Mank is one of the worst films I've ever seen. It's so boring. It's so boring. It's so boring. It's just white people. It's literally a movie. Mank is a film about how um, Citizen Kane was made. Mm-hmm. 
And the entire movie is about old Hollywood and these old Hollywood directors. And if you are a white man, a straight white man who loves film and like, you know, film majoring, blah, 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 whatever, you would have loved this movie. You would have creamed at this movie. I was watching this movie. I was like, this is not interesting. There's not enough spark. There's not enough like flavor. There's not enough, you know, spice to this. And also Gary Oldman played a guy who made one good movie and then never made anything else in his whole life. And he was a drunk and he was an alcoholic. And I couldn't even figure out what was going on with that guy for most of the movie. And mm. I watched the movie twice. That mm. movie was like two hours. Two hours of black and white nothing. Y'all had Amanda Seyfried in it. And she didn't even do anything. She wasn't even doing anything in this movie. And also, Green Book? Man. <sighs> the fact that Mahershala Ali got his Oscar off of Green Book, I will never forgive y'all. I will never forgive the Y'all, y'all keep playing in our face with this bullshit. Y'all gave Spike Lee an Oscar for Black Klansmen when Do the Right Thing is right there? Huh. Fine. 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 Play with me. Play with me. <laughs> They're trying. They're going after you. Somebody needs to put somebody needs to put Samuel L. Jackson in like the best movie they've ever made. And they need to put like half a million dollars into the Oscar campaign. Cause if he doesn't get a real Oscar before he hits kicks the bucket. They're going to be seeing me in their dreams. Yeah. They're going to be seeing me on the news. They're going to be seeing me in the jumpsuits. All right. All right. Listen, listen, I'm kind of holes into this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> listen, I'm not playing. I didn't know this was I'm the Watchmen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of Watchmen, Regina, your Oscar's coming, baby. Your Oscar's coming. Oh, absolutely. I'll make sure of it. Oh, I'm manifesting. Absolutely. I'm manifesting. Okay. Listen, it's happening. All right. I'm manifesting and I'm manifesting. Yeah, yeah. We've got that action. Okay, I learned from Will. All right, thank you. All right. I don't think I have anything else to say in regards to the Oscars. No, um, I do need, like I like I said, I just need to go and like actually watch more of the movies now. I think I'm going to rewatch Dune maybe. It was so uh, good. I need to rewatch Dune. I said that as if I haven't watched Dune like five times. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch Dune. One thing I'm not going to watch is West Side Story because, ooh, that's unfortunate. Like, the fact that, like, you're the main ca- the main actor was accused of sexual assault, mm. and then they didn't invite the main actress to the, well, they didn't invite her. And then she had a lot of people know on Instagram. And then next thing you know, you see her at the Oscars. They're like, oh, oh, y'all actually wanted her there? Oops, sorry. Like, what are y'all doing? What's going on? Y'all really dropping the ball this year. Dang. My gosh, y'all want to open up so badly and have people in your work. Y'all want people in the building so badly, but y'all can't fight. Never mind. Let me shut up. Like I know, like the Oscars know what they're doing ever, ever. And also to the people who are upset with Will Smith smacking um, 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 Chris Rock in the face, you need to remember that Hattie McDaniel was the first black woman to win an Oscar and she wasn't even allowed to sit with her cast. All right, don't play in my face. They've been racist. All right, they don't let black people back in there. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> they did all this to try to get Beyonce to go there. They can't even give her an award. Y'all let really Beyonce leave the house for what? Y'all let Beyonce leave the house for what? She had to get up, throw on one of her random dresses, and walk outside. She's like, let me put this on. Yeah. The girl made it up anyway. So you really on. made her have to get up out of her bed with her child, where mm-hmm. she was relaxing, having a good time mm-hmm. for this. She was like, oh, something happened today. She was so, she was entertained, all right? She was like, well, at least I didn't leave my house for nothing. Yeah, she's like, I mean, I got an award, but at least I got a show. Hello. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess if that's it, we could just move on to I'll pass the segment right. of the podcast where we talk about the things that we are not going to be seeing or watching or tolerating this week. And the one thing I'm going to pass on this week is a movie called uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. It's based off of a book of yeah. the same name. Oof. Oh my God. I, I want to touch on the fact I want that Taylor that Swift has a song in this movie. Ow. Oh, baby. It hurts so much. <laughs> it hurts. It are you hurts. a Swifty? What? Are you a Swifty? Um, I would call myself a Swifty, yeah. I at least like I like her music, but that's also just because I like poetry just in general. And a lot of her music, newer music is very poetry-like. Hmm. <laughs> you can tell you can tell. I feel like I've talked about being kind of a Swifty on here before. Hmm. I feel like I would have picked up on that, but apparently not. Really? Hmm. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyways, Glenn. this is <laughs> bad this... all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so one, how did this movie even get like approved? First of all. Hmm. With a crawdad thing. Like I yeah. like Yeah, y'all can do your own research on the uh, movie, but basically what you need to know is that Delia Owens is uh, quite problematic, and so is her husband. Um, This is a little blurb from an article from Mm -hmm. Mike.com. Basically, the best-selling book, best-selling 2018 book for the Crawdads Sing um, is, uh, let's see, Mark and Christopher were accused accused of being involved in the murder and cover-up of an unidentified poacher. And while this is pop culture buzz, uh, this is a decade-old crime in Africa that is resurfacing. So her being attached to this movie really is bringing to light some, uh, you know, questionable things, you know? Yes. Yeah. Apparently, that was not the only insight, incident of violence and intimidation no. that the family participated in while waging their own personal war on poachers in the article. Slate reported that a surface, surface letter that both Delia and Mark claim is fabricated incriminates the Owens family of ordering raids on villages to scare locals while they try to poach, find poached ivory and bragged about the deaths of two other poachers claiming they were just getting warmed up. You can still find the Slate article. Like I have it pulled up and it's, it's long and it's, it's damning. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that right now. Mm-hmm. And there's a New York New Yorker piece that alleges that the couple holds archaic ideas about Africans, even calling themselves in their book Secrets of the Savannah for population control on what they refer to as the dark continent. Mm-hmm. Also calling them things like savages and roaches and all that kind of things. And I want to say, you know, Glenn, even though you are a Taylor Swift fan, I used to be a huge Taylor Swift fan when I was younger. Like, I really was there for Taylor. Mm-hmm. I knew all her songs. Mm-hmm. Like I was with her. I truly was. Hold on. What? Wait a minute. You're all good. You buzzed out for a second, but we attacked. Yeah, my mic did something weird. Um, but in as I've gotten older, I realize now Taylor is a white woman, and mm-hmm. as white women do, they tend to like to position themselves in things where it benefits them the most. Because I remember very clearly when Taylor Swift's album came out, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was the one with uh, Look What You Made Me Do, mm-hmm, where yeah. she was trying to shift the blame and not take responsibility for actions, but whatever, girl, I don't care. And Breitbart started using some of her lyrics in their articles. And that, of course, is worrying in of itself. And if I was a well-known multimillionaire recording artist, I would be pissed 
if a article, if a news publication that is run by white supremacists were using my song lyrics for their articles, but she only got into politics after Marsha Blackburn started running in Tennessee and then she spoke up, but it wasn't even like all of that, you know? And also it doesn't help that like Todger Call was like shucking and driving for her on the internet every other week. Cause nobody likes Todger Call that much. Like we liked you in 2009 to 2013, but since you don't pay your actors yeah. and you like to talk back about people and you were definitely acting a whole mess on Celebrity Big Brother. Um, the fact that like you want to cape for this white woman so badly and say that Taylor Swift is the best dancer you've ever worked with, even though you have worked with Beyonce, huh, that's just a lot. Mm-hmm. So for Taylor Swift to be collaborating with this song, it's it's like like her team couldn't do more Google search or a little more interlude more internet sleuthing than regular people on the internet could like she's having a whole team of people that are dedicated to crafting her image and making sure that it is perfectly you know within the way that she wants it Mm -hmm. to be and for her to do a song for this movie for this very problematic book for these very problematic people it leaves a very bad taste in my mouth yeah it's just it's not good see and that's why that's why like i saw it as soon as you brought it up i was like this hurts because the other stuff, other things that have happened in the past, I can I can somewhat justify that as like, okay, this is a woman trying to get ahead in the industry. Or mm. you could argue that like, she's not paying attention to exactly who uses her lyrics. Because let's be honest, she was the biggest pop star in the world for years. Everyone is using her lyrics. Like that stuff I can't excuse, you know? But then something like this, this is something that I cannot excuse. This is at the very best, willful ignorance. Mm. Yeah, I think that, like, it's a little, it's a thing, it's just that kind of thing that white people do, where they're like, oh, it's fine, don't worry about it, and they just kind of, like, let it brush under the rug. It's like, no, babe, this reflects poorly on you as a person, but mm-hmm. also brings into account a lot of the other decisions you've made throughout your career, and it's just kind of like, it's not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. And I never read this book. I always heard about people talking about it, but I didn't read it, and I did not know anything about this book until I saw a whole tiktok thread on the things that the owens have done and what this book is about mm-hmm. and i was low-key interested in seeing the book seeing the movie because i had seen trailers about it on tiktok and the thing is is that like if you put a trailer on tiktok and you turn off the comments i'm automatically gonna look up your movie because if you put a tiktok trailer on there and you leave the comments on usually the comments are generally positive if they're negative babes just take it down like the mobius ones uh, Moby's ones are awful. The Moby's ones are terrible. Like, see, here's are the just... thing. Here's the thing. I so like this is ignoring like the the specific this movie circumstance because mm. this is very much different. But like just with that in general, babe, leave the comments on. That's free mm. promotion. Like I'm just talking yeah. from a purely like ad market. Let let's let us have our fun and fucking roast your movie in the comments mm-hmm. and not boost you in the algorithm anyway. None of us were going to see a movie whether or not we read the comments, so it's not changing anything. Your ticket sales aren't being affected because no one was going to watch it anyways. Right. Like, just leave it. Make our job just a little bit easier. Because it's really annoying when I have to close the TikTok app to go over to Google to search up what's wrong with your movie. Just let us see, you know? Let us do our own little research, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'd heard of, but like, for this specific book. I'd heard right. of this book before. Um, I was I won't say like aware, but like I knew that like um the authors weren't like were racist. I didn't know to what extent, 
But like, yeah, I was just about to, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to read that. I'm not really going to support it just because like, I know a little bit about their history. Um, and again, that's part of the reason why I was shocked when like, I heard that this was getting a movie. Mm, yeah. Like, um, what, what are you making mm, a movie about? Mm. It really is going to be very awkward when that movie comes out and people are asking you questions about the book and about your own involvement with what happened. Well, no, because... it's going to be really weird when the movie comes out that people can watch the movie. Yeah. Because what is that movie going to be about that isn't racist or colonialist or j- just imperialist in general? Like, what, like, based off of, like, what I've seen about the book now, like, now that I've looked into it, what is that movie going to be about if it isn't about poaching and taking over Black villages, uh, African villages, and trying to colonialize them? Like, what, what, what else happens in the book? Name mm. one other thing that happens in the book. Hmm. No, you're right. Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention. Um, I'm very glad that The Lost Daughter did not win anything. Not because, like, nothing against Olivia Coleman. Mm. I love Olivia Coleman. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't like her. She gives me white woman vibes, but, like, in a professional setting. You know what I mean? Okay. Also, she defended James Franco when all the allegations came out about him. Really? Yeah. Really? Because she was directing a show called The Deuce on HBO, and it's her directorial debut. And James Franco was the star, and she was working alongside with him in like sex scenes and stuff. So she defended him, and she stood by him. And they finished the show with him on the show. Also, Jake Gyllenhaal. There's something about him and Maggie and how close they are that makes me question, like, I, it's just something about them. You know what I mean? Mm. You know? Because Maggie Gyllenhaal, is she talented? Yes. She's a very talented actress. She's a very talented director, but she just seems like one of those women that are just way too comfortable in their position to do whatever they can to like make it in the industry that they just don't like. Like her and Kate Blanchett, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I like The Lost Daughter? Yes. I love everything Olivia Coleman's in. I love Olivia Coleman. Like, period. Dakota Johnson, love her. Well, not really love her because she defended Army Hammer too. Girl, he's a cannibal. Like, babe. Mm-hmm. babe. You were cute in those little interviews, you know, when you, you know, when you told us Ellen and Jimmy and, you know, you were being a little sassy and everything. But, you know, listen, uh, watch yourself. Yeah. Watch yourself. Also, she defended Casey Affleck, too, which, like, I get that Casey Affleck is trying to make his four-way back into acting. And he's talked about how he, like, has grown and changed. I don't care. I don't care. Keep him off my screen. All right. Do me, do me that favor. Keep them off my screen. Mm. All right, mm. y'all just y'all get a little too comfortable with these men. I'm gonna say that right now. Y'all get a little too comfortable with these ancient men. Um. Also, I want to mention this in tandem with the slap. Um, respectability is not going to save you. No. Like I feel like we all need to understand that. Like I know as someone as an everyday person, mind the speed limit when I'm driving, and if I get pulled over keep my hands at 10 to 2 and speak clearly to the cops and make sure nothing goes wrong. I know that, but there are circumstances which with your status, your accomplishments, the money you have does not keep you from the racism within this country Mm -hmm. and the respectability that holds us back. Ryan Coogler himself had the cops called on him when he wanted to make a withdrawal at at the bank and he had a gun pulled on him. And the bank teller was black. And the problem with that was that this woman thought he was acting weird or being suspicious that he wanted to withdraw $12,000 from his bank account. 
Mm-hmm. And what I want to say is that you don't know who Ryan Coogler is. And not even like, even though his name and he has recognition and he is like, he literally directed one of the best movies ever made. This movie broke records internationally. And this man still was a victim of racism. So for y'all to get upset with Will for smacking Chris Rock, I'm telling you right now, respectability is not the safety blanket you think it is. Mm. Respectability is not the cross we are going to die on, all right? Sometimes you have to play nice and smile and just do what you got to do to get through the day. And sometimes you got to smack a bitch in the face, all right? It's a duality of the situation. And it's not always cut and dry. It's not black and white. We live in a gray world with a lot of gray areas, all right? And it's not easy to be a black person in this industry, in that industry, okay? Ryan Cooler has done nothing but mind his business and just live it easy and live it nice and nice and tight, nice and tight and right. He's been keeping it quiet, all right? He's been minding his business, keeping his head mm-hmm. down, doing what he needs to do. And he still dealt with something so horrible and so traumatic that no one should have to deal with. No one should have to go through. No one should have their a gun pulled out on them when they were trying to withdraw money from their own bank account. Mm. Bank robbers do not have checking accounts at Bank of America. If somebody comes up to you and says, like, hello, I would like to draw, withdraw this much money and gives you a checkbook, they're not robbing you. No. They're not robbing you. Y'all really do have blue cheese in your brains. It Like, the logical thinking, the processing, is not there. I don't know if it's all the if it's, if it's all the Vienna sausages y'all ate, mm. not the Hawaiian punch you drank when you were children. But let me tell you something: these respectability takes is not it. And even Martin Luther King's granddaughter had to tell y'all herself: respectability will not keep you from racism. All right, it will not save you. All right, Martin Luther King was preaching peace, and he got shot in the head. Please, y'all act like you don't know what this. Y'all act like we y'all are blind. You act like you don't see. It doesn't matter if you're nice, doesn't matter if you're quiet, doesn't matter if you do this, doesn't matter if you do that, doesn't matter if you spend your entire career playing cop characters and playing the nice guy, doesn't matter if you made the one of the best movies in the freaking world and broke records. If you're black, you're black. All right. I hope we all got that. I'm I'm with, like, I feel okay, so I don't really bring up like mom, my personal stuff very much, but because of like the the twelve thousand dollars the bank issue, I so that hits for me especially hard because like i used to i don't do it anymore but i used to work as a server and i was super fucking lazy mm-hmm. um so like i would just save like my you know my tips or whatever in cash and i would just like drop them off at the end of like every like month and a half or two so i always had like a lot of money sometimes i'd save it over the entire summer and i usually i usually would always either bring my mom or my dad because like my mom and my dad are white because I was adopted. Mm-hmm. I always bring my mom and my dad because like sometimes I'm bringing in like $8,000, $9,000, dollars worth of cash into there, into a Wells Fargo. I am mm-hmm. not going there alone. I know exactly what happens if a young black man would bring in that amount of money just walking into a predominantly white area. No, yeah. my mom was always right there. I, I did this as recently as last summer, 20 years old, walking into Wells Fargo with my mom, my own bank account, completely separate from like my parents, but I'm not going to walk in there without her because I'm not going to risk anything happening. I need someone to verify exactly why I am here. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I, that, like, that's common. Like, I just know that. Like, we just know that that's exactly what I should be doing because I'm being respectable. Because I don't want to be perceived as a threat. Because I don't even want the possibility of them being concerned. Yeah. 
it's it really is frustrating and just like I just you just get tired of this shit you just get tired of this happening like to everyday people but also to people you admire and respect like the conversations people are having online openly about this stuff really you're showing your ass Mm -hmm. because that lets me know a lot of y'all are the kind of people that get upset with people who take a little too long in their break you get upset people when they're a little too late you get upset with people when they call out because they're sick and you're like oh well i showed up to work sick and guess what i'm here i'm showed up to work my back break and that's what i'm here you get upset with people yep, because yep, they quit I'm their job during a pandemic and people like are working minimum wage jobs where they don't care about other people like you're really showing your ass y'all make me so tired uh, exhausted and the last thing i want to talk about is I'm tired of these shows on Netflix where white people are committing crimes and they're getting away with it and they're getting a war with more shows. The Tinder Swindler, Inventing okay. Anna, Bad mm-hmm. Vegan, I'm done. White people need to stop committing crimes and getting Netflix shows. Because if that's going to happen, then I guess, I guess it's time we ran a dawn. I don't know what else I need to do. I'll try to get it. I'll try to meet Megan the Stallion. Listen, I'm trying to meet Megan. All right. If Beyonce got to know me, from getting a jumpsuit, that's what it's gonna be. Listen, I wanna work with Ava, okay? Ava Duverday. I'm cutting you off. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, and we're done recording. <laughs> and stop recording. <laughs> but yeah, I'm tired of white people getting awarded with TV shows for mm-hmm. doing bad things. And also, I'm sick of these white, stupid white people getting on these shows, showing how dumb they are. That has to be embarrassing for you. If I gave a man, I didn't know, $800, and they told me I could go on TV and talk about how I gave this man $800, absolutely not. If I, I'm calling my lawyer, and I'm making sure y'all don't mention my name. Don't use my silhouette. Don't use my picture. Not even pixelated. All right, I don't want nothing to do with that. All right? Because they're not, the women that are on those shows, they're not getting paid. The guy is. The guy on the Tinder Swindler, he's getting a dating show. Mm-hmm. Why would y'all want to be set up on a date with this man who's a scammer? A scammer. Y'all can find those for free on Instagram. Y'all can find those for free on Instagram. Look for them for X traders, huh? They disappeared, but they're still out there. They're still out there. Call one of them home. Call one of them up. All right? They'll take you out. Benny Hanna's. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm so tired. Y'all kill me. Y'all just like every single day. I go into my job and I work. And there are people out here lying and making more money than me. I can never do it, though. I have too big of a heart. I'm too good of a person. <laughs> I'm too good of a person to be scared. I'm also too dumb. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm also too... Listen, I can't remember to, like, wash my face every day. You think I would remember, like, eight different kind of chicken account numbers to keep my scam alive? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <sighs> Anyways, Glenn, is there anything that you're going to pass on this week? <laughs> no, I really wanted to talk about, I really wanted to talk about um, crowd ads, where the crowd ads thing or whatever it was. Um, Ooh, babe. That's, that was the main one. Okay. Um, if you, I'm just going to, no, no, you know what, no, I'm not even going to give it credit by bringing it up. That's all. That's all I wanted to talk about. Okay. That last thing you could text me though. The last one, I'll text you and you'll be like, Glad, this is so stupid. You're like, Why did you even bring this out? I can, t- I can tell you. It's just dumb. Uh-huh. So basically, um, you know, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They have now a new show. Keeping Up with the Kardashians is officially ended. And their new show, The Kardashians, starts um, in like 
a week and a half, two weeks. Um, it's sponsored through Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really getting to the mainstream streaming platforms as opposed to like ETV, which like TV, I'm not gonna say TV is dead, but like TV is not what it used to be. No. So that's just why I was like, just think we can go and watch our favorite sisters. Our people are our besties that tell us that we just need to work harder and that we can be rich, successful um, people. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You've seen all of that, right? Like you're, you're aware of what I'm talking about. It's hilarious that she said that and that she got sued by her cleaning staff. It's hilarious that she said day. that. Like I, someone, so a TikToker that like I, I really like, um, she does a lot of like politics stuff and philosophy stuff. Um, she brought up, she wasn't defending the Kardashians. She just wanted mm-hmm. to show how much of a different world they live in than what we do. That c- celebrities and people of their status pay to never have to interact with a poor person. Mm-hmm. And she like went through like what like the Kardashians typically go through and like who they work with and like what their thing is. And they were like, they maybe see a poor person. She was like, and by poor, I'm saying someone who makes under hundred K a year, mm-hmm. maybe two or three times in their entire year. Yeah. Like that's how often they even see it. Not even talk to them, see a person who makes less than that. Cause they're cleaning staff. I mean, it's a little bit iffy now, but like the clean south of people who directly work in their house make more than that. And so she was just like, when celebrities say stuff like that, it's because they truly don't live in our world anymore. They are so mm-hmm. far removed from what the real world is like that they don't even interact with poor people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need um, career advice from the Kardashians. I don't need career advice from a, nep- <clears throat> uh, a nepotite. Is that the right word? Yeah, like rich people don't live the life that I live like even if you used to you don't anymore like things are different babe inflation is up my ass you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like things are really not the same as they used to be so I really don't care like I've never really seen it for the Kardashians I've never really cared about them the only time I ever thought like maybe like oh poor you was when the whole like Pepsi commercial thing happened with Kendall but I was like She's gonna forget about this in a year. She doesn't actually give a care. No. Like we clown at her now and she's crying over it, but like See, here's the thing. That's uh going back to like your last point about how like mm-hmm. embarrassing for like mm-hmm. people to be doing this. Let's be honest. Who are the people doing it? Mm-hmm. White people. And who will not have to ever worry about the consequences of their previous actions ever catching up with them? White people. White people. They can do that and laugh off being like an absolute idiot on TV or mm-hmm. on Netflix or something like that, because that doesn't affect their career. We know that. Mm. We have proof of that. That will not affect their career whatsoever. Hmm. One thing for certain, like, I, me, I do not need a family with the amount of things that are going on with them telling me what to do with my life, all right? One of y'all was dating a man who is now sleeping with 18-year-olds. One of y'all started dating a rapper, and you got surprised when he was misogynistic towards you, even though all his music's misogynistic. And he said that his previous girlfriend, he had to take 30 showers before he slept with Kim. Girl, you're surprised that he ain't shit? Mm-hmm. And then one of y'all was sleeping around with a man who got thought cock, and then you got upset because your sister's friend kissed him, and then you blamed him, her, but didn't blame the, the, your baby daddy who was out here thotting and bopping, and still is thotting and bopping. Mm-hmm. And still is. And still is. Hmm. And one of y'all is just boring. Just Which is also the best thing that they could be. That's the best thing that you could be. Yeah. Like you wore um, dreadlocks at, on one 
award show, uh, one fashion show. Okay, well, girl, you can't even walk the fashion runway. So, I mean, at least people are looking at you for once, but like any time people look at you, they look away because you just can't do this. You just, we don't know why you're here, girl. You're just not it. Uh, and one of y'all is about to divorce your baby daddy because he's about to go to jail. Uh, he's going to be bankrupt. All right. He is the only interesting people at, in the Kardashian family or the Jenner family are the kids, i.e., Northwest. North oh, is the only person well, I care Stormy. about. Stormy, Stormy, baby. <laughs> Stormy is Stormy still needs to grow into her personality, but you know she's okay. She's a baby. You know I can't just yeah. a baby, but North, I, <laughs> North, yeah. Also, Kim, I don't know what you do with Pete, but you need to let him rule, girl. He got a tattoo saying, "My girl is a lawyer." She didn't even take the bar yet. Did she take the bar? Imagine being so rich you don't have to go to school. She could literally put all her businesses on pause and actually go to school and get the degree. But she's like, no, let me just take a test. And then she decided not to take the test. And then she was used by the white, white supremacists in office to free one black woman. And she felt like she's Rosa Parks. <laughs> Girl, shut up. Get your ass off at work. Girl, free more than one black person from prison. How about that? Damn. Just get off your ass at work. Get off your ass at work. Were the people who were working on the island that you had rented out to have a party with your friends, how are they feeling? Hmm? Mm. Hmm? How are they feeling? Rented out an entire island. <laughs> Bro, the cameraman literally shaking and crying as she <laughs> said that. Uh, it's like, no one wants to work these days. Girl, the people who ran your app, that was basically a scam, because all those apps are scams, Thoughts. literally did not get paid enough to even, like, feed herself. Like, do you listen to the read? No, no, I don't. You should listen to the read because they had a letter where someone was talking about how they were assistant to a very well-known celebrity mm-hmm. and how they didn't get paid enough, even though the celebrity was like very, very rich and very well off. And they were like wondering if they should ask for a raise, even though like they never said the name of the person, they never disclosed it. But like, that's another thing. Rich people just want like poor people to just do everything for them and then like not even pay them what they're due. It's like, you only shit. If you have the means to pay someone to do something, then do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't have the means, then don't hire the person. Do the work yourself. Get your ass up and walk. <laughs> Clean your own kitchen. Cook your own food. Honestly. Make your own bed. Watch your own kids. Car- she has a lot of nerve telling us to get up at work, but she was taking part in a crypto scam, pumping and dumping. Pumping now and dumping. Sued. Pumping and right. dumping. Along alongside Floyd Mayweather and everyone else, Jay Paul, especially one of them. Everyone, Ooh. bitch, everybody has an NFT. Everybody was supporting crypto. Jake Paul is going to jail for that. He needs to, he's wait, going wait, to sorry, jail. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's wait, one of the wait. first people to get into that. He's going to jail. Sorry, sorry. I hate to bring this up. I hate to bring this up. But did you forget that Jake Paul is white? Jake Paul is not going to jail. Jake Paul is a rich, young, white man. Mm, fix it, Lord. He's also a celebrity. Fix it, celebrity. Lord. Fix it. He's fix not it. ever going to jail. You're really funny. You're really funny. At least I can tell jokes that, at least I can tell jokes and not make fun of people. No true. Really disrespectful. No true. Mm. Yeah, I know how to be funny. Yeah. Actually funny. Tell a real joke. Huh? All right. We're done. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're done. We're done. We'll cut right. ourselves off. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of I've Been Mean to Watch That. Hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Check us out on all our social media. Check me and Glenn out on our social media down in the uh, description. Follow, rate, and review. And, you know, we'll see you guys next week with another podcast. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.